0: it takes me a long time I think it's a trust thing with me it's like you take a long time to get to trust someone enough to talk about shit with them
1: Exactly.
0: Um, so this is quite an experience because there are people that hear this that don't know me and now that they do know more about me than they'll know you more intimately than people because you guys have known me for three or four years I can talk to you about shit and now they're going to hear this so maybe if I can meet the people that listen to this, I'll be automatically cool with them. Think so you know, what, what's the this? Why are you, you doing you podcasts?
2: Changes. Well, yeah, I guess I'm doing podcasts to try and get back to when I was a kid.
1: Like when you're a kid, you think to yourself, I can, you watch Donald Duck cartoons, yeah? You think you can go into a Donald Duck cartoon and you can actually see Donald Duck, yeah? <laughs> when you finally realise you can't never see Donald Duck, you lock into that and that is you for the rest of your life. We started off slowly, kicked off the doors...
2: Um... <laughs> what, what what made you decide to break the place to bits? I... Hello, I'm Dave. I'm the guy that's putting all this stuff together. Before the show starts, I want to remind everyone that Getting Better Acquainted is currently going out on Resonance FM. They're half hour edits of some of my favourite episodes from the first 100 episodes. The next one goes out on Thursday at 7.30 and it's repeated on Friday at 10 pm, and that's every week for quite a while now. The other thing I wanted to say before this episode starts is that today has a different feel from the general episodes of Getting Better Acquainted. So, if you're a first time listener, I don't always drink quite as much brandy with my guests as I do in this episode. It's a, an interesting episode. Listening back to it, it surprised me how much of a kind of therapy session it was. Apples for Everyone is the name of a band that I started a while back, a strange musical collective that existed for a few years and provided everyone, I think, with some great times and a lot of frustration. Also, I'd like to kind of make an apology. I think that, as you are here, there are sound reasons for why we were conceiving of the police as men in this episode. But I do concede that it's not the correct term. At other times in the episode, I use language that I'm not 100% behind, to be honest. But it comes from a drunk place, and it tends to be that the language I'm using is the language I would have used when I was the age that I'm referring to. So prepare yourself for... A really great conversation, I think, where everybody gets incredibly drunk, but we don't sound too much like drunk people. We don't always completely finish our thoughts, but we do, I think, provide thought-provoking and entertaining and surprisingly emotional conversation. I need to get better. Better. I want to get better, better, better acquainted with you. Today we're getting better acquainted with both Jack and George. Hello. Hello. Hi Dave. And um, Hi, right. so that, <laughs> yeah, that. so the reason we're doing this with these two guys is because both of them expressed well. I think with Jack's interview there was something I wanted to cover that we never got to and with George's interview he said he, there were I don't know, you sort of weren't hundred percent happy with like how you'd presented yourself, I guess, a little bit.
1: no, I think I think no, I don't think so. I think I meant everything I said with George. I, I was unhappy with it. I just I just I listened back to it once and I thought Oh, I hope people had a bit enough common sense to realise that I'm not a complete nutter. Well, <laughs> you know, you know, fill in the blanks is all I mean. You know yeah, know yeah, I mean. fair enough. But, I mean, you know, I so so what I'm, you, what, not, I'm not with any feedback, so what, I've got no reason to be... To well, be what there. you
2: said, actually, was you wished you'd have uh, got under my skin more. That was what you said. And then when I said that to Jack, I said, Oh, George what, reckons you w- should have got under my skin more. Jack was like, Oh... If you if he's getting under your skin then put me down for that. I'll do I'll do that too. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, I thought I'd be quite fun, especially because on Facebook we quite regularly have like quite a lot of arguments on that. Yeah. Yeah, then there was something as well that we missed out of yours that I would have liked to recover as well. So that's why we're doing this. So anyway, first question, which is I've slightly adapted, when did you two first meet each other?
0: I met George the same day I met you at the Tottenham Road Studios, Apples for Everyone Rehearsal in 2006 maybe something like that
1: yeah uh, yeah yeah. Jack came with a crate of beer and we met at the uh, Enterprise <laughs> yeah 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 and uh, yeah
2: <laughs> it was Jack and there was a guy there was a keyboard player called Chris at the time and they yeah. were the two guys that kind of came together at the same time what are you two doing now <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, we're, we're sitting outside Jack's flat and we're drinking uh, some rum and having a cigarette and
2: doing a podcast with you. That's right. There you go. That's <laughs> a good answer. But I have to like follow the format.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: I thought like.
0: I think I think we covered that. I
2: didn't know what I'd get out of. You. I haven't of done us
0: like me literally four weeks ago. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I haven't done you very. To uh, ask that question, I've yeah. done you pretty yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know, but I have to follow the format. I, f- I figured it wouldn't come to anything, but you it's never. Too constrained
0: by format. I
2: you're right. You're right. The that's the problem with the show. There's, there's, there's too I much in format. in
0: astrophysics at Brunel? <laughs> <laughs> so, so you've
2: got nothing to worry about. You know, I think you in
0: astrophysics <laughs> at Brunel with like a GCSE and French. You know, that's okay. sort of too. Jack,
2: you you once got arrested.
0: Yeah, I once. Did you got arrested? Yeah, I did. Do you know about this thing?
1: Maybe. Maybe. Um, I'm not sure. Completely sure.
0: Basically, in my last year of university, some friends of mine were living in a flat in Norwich, which was on the sort of main ring road around the area. And they went to get their contract renewed so they could live there next year, and I was going to move in with them. And they were told, oh, no, you're not going to renew your contract because the place is going to get knocked down and turned into an old folks' home. So, you know, we had to look for somewhere else. There. If not a problem, it's all fine. But then we went and got drunk <laughs> <laughs> somewhere. We were supposed to go and see this act called AIM do sort of really good downbeat hip hop slow beats and they're very good you should check them out we wanted to go and see them and then the guy cancelled so there was a pub quiz put on instead which fucked us off and we didn't win the pub quiz we got really hunted and ended up back in the flat at about 3 o'clock in the morning at which point there were some discussions and we thought it would be a good idea to break the place up so we did the pub? Uh, no the flat oh ok um, you were living there? No, I wasn't living there. John and Paul were living there okay. at the time, so we just thought there. Yeah, we started off slowly, kicked off the doors. What, um,
2: what, what, what made you decide to break the place to bits? I
0: literally can't remember. We were pretty pissed. I know we talked about it before we did it, so, there was so it was premeditated. It wasn't
2: like, yeah. we're premeditated. It wasn't like someone kicked the door and someone yeah, else it was, it was, it was. Anyway,
0: we were doing the landlord a favour. We were helping him with his <laughs> task of building that old people's home, which we thought was a worthy task. Yeah. Like, oh, there you go. Like it was civic great. duty. Big society. Yeah. <laughs> we were part of the big society. Trailblazers it's Ten years too early But yeah so we started We kicked off some of the internal doors We thought that was quite fun Let's do something else So what did we do We took one of the couches And we smashed that up On the golf club um, huh. And then we put it Bundled it out Onto the sort of flat roof Behind the flats And then we set fire to it <laughs> 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 And then we came back indoors And We set fire to some of the curtains We huh. broke some of the light switches Off the wall With the golf club, the golf well, club you, was really While they were hanging up <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Utterly stupid shit, mate. But this is not something I'm any way proud of. I'm laughing because it's embarrassing.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Like, understandable. Yeah, yeah, the big man. Probably. It's understandable <laughs> that you're laughing, I think. I'd <laughs> laugh if. It's the only thing you can laugh or cry when you think yeah, about yeah. shit like that.
0: <laughs> then, I think Paul came in with his bass guitar and he decided that he would use them to put the windows out. So he put the windows out and they sort of fell all over the pavement and <laughs> the main road of Norwich. Um, and then he flung a stereo out of the window onto the <laughs> onto this the, was, I don't know,
2: the stereo that he threw out as well wasn't, wasn't like his, anybody was that was like, there. stereo it was, it was like someone who lived, lived their, in the flat yeah. fuck
0: for which we were eternally sorry and I think they also smashed a little drum of his as well which I think was bad it might have been me that smashed it but probably <laughs> it wasn't me <laughs> so I have more respect for music than to do, smash a drum <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean we basically just tore the place up fucked it up fair amount Um, until about 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning at which point Paul went to bed and me and John just sat sat there and we drank some ouzo that someone had brought home from holiday and about 8 o'clock in the morning the doorbell rang (laughs) and it was the police. (laughs) 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 We were quite surprised by this. We we (laughs) Seriously, we were sitting there it was probably about 7 in the morning we had this complete serene calmness about us like there is no better feeling than having just completely demolished something. I bet. Um, So we're sitting there surrounded in debris and we were like nothing can happen to us it's going to get demolished anyway no problems whatsoever etc etc so we were all very cool about it then the police arrived which did come as a bit of a shock (laughs) and they sort of made us sit in the front room they got Paul out of bed and brought him in to sort of join us and they said what's been going (coughs) on here then (laughs) and John looked at Paul and said we had a bit of a row, <laughs> And this was like beyond the state of any row. So they obviously didn't believe. They warned us to basically tied up as so best we could, say sorry to the landlord and hope that it goes away. So that's what we kind of did. If it's going to get knocked down, well, why were they bothered?
1: That's a good question, I think. I know,
0: right. That is something that we don't still know the answer to. Okay. Anyway, the place wasn't really habitable because it hadn't got any windows. So John came and with it for me for a little while. And Paul went, I think he just sort of couched there for a bit. And then probably about eight days later or so, got a knock on the door again and John was sleeping in the front room so we went to go there and <laughs> he came up to my room and he said Jack the police here they're going to arrest us <laughs> so I was like oh fuck that so you were like, like a student totally unexpected yeah it was like literally it was when we got, the day we got arrested was just at the start of our final exams like John got taken to his first final exam in the police car whoa they drove him back to the station my first exam was about two days later but obviously it wasn't one that I did particularly well in yeah I bet uh, <laughs> so yeah we got arrested, and at the time one of the guys I was living with was a complete stoner, so in our front room there's this big chopping board full of weed and a sort of five foot Dago green bong, um, uh, and various bits and pieces, and the copper like, it was properly cool, he just looked around and says, make sure when you come to the station you haven't got anything on you that you wouldn't want us to find, <laughs> I, yeah. like, well, I can not go tell to him. I emptied the pockets out, I said, just go and brush my teeth, I had no idea, I thought I was going to jail, so I said, I want to brush my teeth, <laughs> and that kind of shit, so I went and did that gotten it. Uh, they drove us down to this, like, not even the proper police station, it was well out in the countryside, and it was, like, a proper, like, in the south of...
1: Sounds like where they beat you know? up. <laughs> no, no, it
0: looked like one of those sort of remote petrol stations in America. It was that kind of ramshackle, like, run-down little building, one floor, and we were just going in through this sort of, like, chain-link fence kind of thing. I was like, fuck, can I have a cigarette while I go in? And I sort of went to make one the top of this goes, yeah, you have one of mine. I was like he's properly alright I don't know if
2: he was just kind of softening me up with like the
0: good cop bad cop kind of shit that was going to go down that's
2: good that's uh, good though that he's
0: <laughs> give you a cigarette he, no he was a very cool copper
2: it's the brandy oh it's Dan yeah
0: go on did the cigarette I, they said uh, who wants to go first and John said <laughs> like, well I've got an exam in two hours <laughs> can I go first please so they put me in the cell and I was there for about five hours and I was thinking well, why, what's going on like they, wasn't, they, didn't, they didn't come say anything to me. And I thought, well, I'm like, game's up. I'm not going to be going anywhere. I was going to ask him for my rights. But it turns out, basically, they interview John drove him back to uni so he could do his exam. But then the guy whose stereo we smashed had came in to give his statements. So they had to do his statement before they did me, an interview. And then they interviewed me. And it was really, I've, I've got the tapes of it somewhere. I've never dared to listen to it. And I think before I die, I will listen to the tapes. You should
2: make it, like, music out of it.
0: I know. I was thinking yeah, of doing like a yeah, DJ, Dev Baby Mouse, the arrest yeah, tapes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It was—it's like literally one of the worst moments of my entire life on the record. So I was like, I haven't yet had the nuts to go and listen oh, back to man, it.
2: Man, that must be fucking. Well, crazy. I remember
0: sort of apologising. They were like, we're, "We want to charge you with." We did you
2: break like completely under pressure?
0: Like, did you like just? Well, we we hadn't formulated We hadn't sort of spent the intervening eight eight days formulating what, what our excuse is going to be. We, <laughs> we just thought it was going to go away. So we had done no planning to get arrested. We didn't plan for that <laughs> to happen at all. So when we went in, we just sort of went yeah we did, we did it <laughs> we smashed the place <laughs> up it was quite a, sh- a short interview it was probably about 15-20 minutes because all they did was this and they said we're going to charge you with three things it was criminal damage fair enough we did criminal damage <laughs> the next one was arson of intent to endanger life it turns out the flat roof on which we burnt the uh, the couch was actually the top of a petrol station which we burnt <laughs> <laughs> <Rumble>. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. so we were like we didn't mean to endanger any life we were like you know we didn't know fuck um, so, I mean it didn't burn down or do anything I think we put, actually put it out we were quite sensible about fire we put it out before we went indoors didn't just let it go and obstruction, with a, of a, obstruction of a highway with intent to endanger life and again we were like we didn't mean to endanger any life we yeah, just thought yeah, the stereo shouldn't be in the flat yeah, it. Yeah. it probably sounded like I was describing like an acid trip where something is just evil I was like the stereo had to go there was no way it could stay in that house with us it wasn't going to happen
2: well, I guess it was a kind of like an acid trip. When you're really fucking drunk, it, it, you're not thinking. We, no, I mean there was Satan. no.
0: <laughs> there was a kind of perverted logic, but there was no what you would call proper thought Jeez. that went into what we did. So anyway, that was my experience. Got arrested, got charged. And the landlords, basically even though the place was getting money, it's not there anymore it's now an old person's home realised that he could get the compensation he didn't have to prove that he was going to replace the windows or the couch or the fittings and that kind of shit Yeah, yeah. but it totaled up to about five grand's worth of damage that we'd done so he was basically yeah push it through push it through push it through take these bastards to, to court and like we said before we went to the main we had about five hearings as well each of which we were just told say nothing let the lawyer do the talking so we basically did that and the lawyer was this properly cocky northern bastard. And he was just like, <laughs> you've been very stupid last time, have Proper dickheads. How old was he? How old was he? How old was he? The lawyer, he was probably about like 35, 40, <laughs> something uh, <out. laughs> but like, I mean, he got us off. Well, essentially got us off. So, you know, not too bad a job, but I, just, I didn't like him. Um, <laughs> very much at all for all. He was doing his best for us. <laughs> And you went to court, did you? We went to court, yeah. We went probably about five times. And the first one was magistrate for an initial plea and what we had to do was just say uh, no plea, basically, because you get guilty or not guilty, but you can also say, I don't want to say anything. So at that but point... Does that we mean just you just have went. to wait till a further hearing? They're <laughs> the because what we want to do is see what evidence they had against us. I mean, our confessions were probably fairly oh, strong right, evidence okay. against us. Basically, he says, right, you've got to do what I say. It's the best way through. And what we planned to do was choose not to have it heard at magistrates' court, because in magistrates' court, that is the sort of top end of what they deal with. So it's quite likely the judge is going to be like, oh, you're a terrible bastard. But if we go to Crown Court, they deal with rapists and murderers and stuff. So you're like nothing. So basically, yeah, that. we're like a okay. fly in kind of thing. So they just pick us out and throw us away, which is what they did. We got a conditional discharge, which lasted for a year, I mean which time, basically, if we'd done any more crime yeah. and got charged, then they would add on the ten years, which is the maximum sentence for what we'd already done. So that's what we essentially got off with me had to pay the, the five and a half grand or whatever it was uh, to him
2: and w- what's your opinion about the police
0: good people I like the police that's the thing <laughs> that's I the work thing. with the police nowadays yeah I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah it's part of my job is to the days with them and work with them and all the ones I come across I mean there are some dickheads obviously because wherever you go there are dickheads but as a whole the ones that I've got experience of have not been major dickheads there have been the occasional like you know on pc or whatever and you expect that especially with the type of people that choose to be police officers but in terms of their general behavior and attitude they've been very good and they're always quite helpful to me when i work so i've got no beef with the police there you go (laughs) okay
2: all right but you george you you do have a bit of beef with the police what's your opinion on the police i think about half of them
1: are all right and half of them are wankers
2: yeah, I think that's a fair.
1: Yeah, I'll know. give it
0: 70-30, but no, there are definitely think, wankers in
1: there. I think. <coughs> I, I mean, I'm glad they're there, but I think there's. Um, they're there. What I've realised, though, when I was a kid, I used to think like police were like special people and kind of like they were kind of like these people that oh, you have to be a special kind of person to, to be a policeman. Yeah, yeah. But now I just realised they're just blokes in
0: suits. Yeah. Same <laughs> as a doctor's, just a man in a white coat. It's Do you like think yeah, a doctor's yeah. got a bit more advanced training than the man on the street?
1: No, I I've got my opinions about doctors as well. And um,
0: <laughs>
1: and the thing about police is it's just a bloke in a suit. And okay, you know, that bloke in a suit doesn't mean that he's better at, at using his common sense than I am or anybody else's. He's just a bloke in a suit. Yeah. And they've got their training and stuff. But I think the police don't use enough common sense. And I think that's the problem. It might not be their fault. It might be the, their superior saying you can't use common sense to... to to dictate whether or not a person should be taken in, or a person should just be mm. like, "Yeah, don't worry, mate, just go on and don't do it again," but not enough of them use common sense, in my experience.
2: What's your experience of the police been?
1: Well, personally, I'm, I've only ever been cautioned for cannabis possession, which was um, like a minor thing. I'm not particularly, you know, it's, you know I wasn't particularly scared or offended. It was I've just never been,
2: of, I've never even been arrested by the police, so I must. Have well, I wasn't. I don't think I was
1: arrested. I was just cautioned. Abortion. I was, I was caught. I was caught in a snooker club smoking weed, and they they took me in and. <laughs> Gave me an interview and stuck me in the cell for like you know, a few hours and that was it. But my ex- I've had other experiences. I had a friend that got kidnapped and I had uh, another friend. Well, the main, a lot there's a lot of experiences, but probably the most amusing one is my friend got kidnapped. And uh, after the kidnap occurred, me and my friend went to the police station and we were both absolutely <coughs> hammered. And the police wouldn't take a statement because we were drunk and they threatened to arrest me and my friend p- for being... Drunk and disorderly in a police station. And they said, Are you drunk? And we're like, Yeah, we're absolutely tanked. And they were like, Well, you know, we're not going to take a statement from you because you're being drunk and disorderly in our office. And we were like, Well, he got kidnapped. Aren't you going to take that seriously? I mean,
2: that sounds a bit far fetched. How did it, like, what how, you yeah, how go, did he get kidnapped?
1: Yeah. Well, we went to see Prince at the Hammersmith uh, <laughs> Odeon.
2: Which, which was an All amazing gig. No, good story like, <laughs> no, yeah. with
1: Prince. All good stories start with Prince because he is the best life performer. <laughs> and it was an amazing gig and on the way home, basically he got kidnapped by a bus driver and got attacked with a wrench. So Fuck. what happened was
0: um,
1: we got the bus said on By the bus we, driver. Well this is yeah, this is back in the day when we were really poor and this is when I was on the dole and he was kind of unemployed and basically we got on this bus and the bus said something like East Putney on the front or whatever it was. And we got on the bus, and we got to Fulham Broadway, and the bus driver kicked everybody off the bus. And then we were like, well, we haven't got enough money to get home. The bus said East Putney on the front, so we went to the driver and said, can we have a a ticket to get on the next bus so we can get home? Because it clearly says East Putney on the front of the bus. And he was like, no, I'm not giving you a ticket. And obviously what he'd done is, like, halfway across the journey, he'd turned his little handle and changed it to Fulham Broadway, but... You know, we both remember clearly, as well as a witness, a Romanian guy who was there with me, trying to get my friend rescued at the time, all saw partly Putney on the front of the bus. So, my friend got into this massive argument, because he gets quite uh, aggressive when he's drunk, with this bus driver, and the bus driver's like, get off my bus, get off my bus. So, me and my friend both got off the bus, but then my friend kind of like thought we'd have another go. He got back into the bus cab, <laughs> had another go, and I didn't hear exactly what was said, but the bus driver slammed the door and just hit the kind of like, you know, first gear but like wheel spin basically, drove down <laughs> through Fulham Broadway, and obviously I wasn't on the bus at this time, but by all accounts he was taken into an alleyway, or not, not an alleyway, but obviously something that a bus would fit into, and um, the bus driver uh, basically said, oh you don't know what I've got under my seat, and my friend was like, oh yeah, what have you got under your seat, you know, kind of giving it a bit of this, didn't think anything would happen. And the bus driver pulls out a big kind of wrench and basically got out of the cab, chased my friend to the back of the bus. And my friend was kind of running away from him and um, attacked my friend with this wrench, tried to hit him. And as he was hitting him, I think he was just kind of like missing. And then my friend kind of like managed to push past him or actually punched him according to my friend and hit the emergency open door button on the bus and ran off the bus and then came back and met me at the bus stop where me and this Romanian guy were kind of constantly phoning and trying to work out what the hell was going on. And, uh, yeah, that's basically what happened. The whole incident only lasted about half an hour or 20 minutes, half an hour, something like that. Okay. So, um, yeah, and so we went to Wandsworth Police Station and tried to report it, and they weren't having any of it because, you know, and they were completely uninterested, and I just thought to myself, you know, why are you not interested? My friend got, got violently attacked with a fucking weapon, and you're not even going to take his statement because we're drunk. And, okay, we might be a bit drunk, we might be a bit out of it but it doesn't mean it didn't happen and I just didn't really
2: would you write off someone who was drunk did they offer to have you back
1: in well I, w- I, w- I would I would be dubious I would think okay they're pissed they might be checking shit but I'd st- take a statement I'd make sure I made a record of it and I'd make sure I said to somebody you know maybe if you're passing a bus with this particular number plate go and check if he's got a big fucking Spanner under his seat Fuck, yeah, And if no, he has got a big spanner under his seat There's probably a good chance that they're not making it up
2: and it's So, not a so that's, not, that's not a very difficult thing well. to
1: say Oh yeah, all cars, if you see this bus Number 237, number plate, blah 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 Can you go and check under the seat And see if there's a spanner Is you, it that d- difficult? No, I mean, look, I know my, I was trying to be really polite And I wasn't being shouty I was saying, look, he's really freaked out Okay, Just don't ignore him, <laughs> listen to me He's been kidnapped, this happened He got attacked by this bus driver All we're asking is to take a statement and at least like like send someone to check it out, and they wouldn't have none of it. So. You know,
2: so if you see you a policeman walking down the street, do you feel safer or scared?
1: I never. I don't feel scared. I just feel irritated. Irritated. But but in t- you know, if I was walking down the street at the same time getting mugged, I'd, I'd feel happy
0: that the policeman I, turned up. I've
2: got this theory about the police, like. There's two kinds of people. People who feel safer when they see a policeman walking a beat and people who feel more scared. And I feel more scared. I'm yeah, like, I, fuck I, is if guy I had to gonna, choose between the two, is it's that definitely scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. yeah. What, so about what? what do you think is going to happen to you when a man walks... Well, man. Uh, yeah, but you're just walking. In my job,
1: I, I get harassed by police all the time. Yeah, yeah, so yeah that's fair the enough. Difference, but generally, so yeah. You yeah, get
2: by yeah but I don't yeah. know if they're going to... I knew someone at university. He did... He did contemporary experimental theatre, he did a year of dance and he was a special constable while he was doing that and he's a policeman now and I think he's won awards for being a policeman. Yeah. I'm sure he's a good policeman. These are just blokes in suits. Exactly, they're just blokes yeah. in so suits why are but scared I th- of them? Because I think those suits change those blokes. They're, they're, I think they're
1: puppets, that's what's scary
2: about it. The suits make yeah, people depending more on on how, how, how closely ter- they follow the puppet
1: puppet master. That that depends on how scary they are because some of them just have no common sense.
0: Yeah, but I think that there's no common sense, but a policeman will not Attack you in the street, but it's just you an instinctual
2: feeling, isn't it? Whether you feel protected by them or whether you feel like they're yeah, going to arrest you, I'm not scared. I don't feel protected. No, no, or, no, I'm not or scared. scared I'm not no anything
0: no, towards them. There's no problem. When I was young, and used to get into a bit of trouble. Then I would feel scared of them because I thought yeah. they would nick me. But that wasn't scared. Well, I always of them. think they're going to nick me anyway. Like, for what all? well though? I don't know. It's mental. I mean, I've got a similar rational feel. Whenever I'm in court for my job, I do feel when I'm being examined or interviewed. I feel a, a sense of guilt, and that's probably due to my experience the first time I was in court, I was yeah, guilty. Yeah, i bet. But Now yeah. you're on the other side. What's it like being on the other side? On the other side, it's fine, because, I mean, I think I'm a person who's got a fair amount of common sense, and I don't take a court case to court if, A, I don't think I can win it, and, B, if I don't think it deserves to be won. So there are some things that you you can let slide. You ha- you could go to court should you choose, but and, and, in the scheme of things, that is not worth going to court for.
2: And Jack's a housing officer, yeah. basically. I've worked with the police, and I thought they were nice people, some of them. But when I worked in uh, a library in a really terrible council estate in Preston, the police would come in, like, they'd never help. They'd never be there when you'd ring them up, and then by the time they arrived, the people that you wanted them to get would go, and then they had their own agendas. So, like, I, I, I know of a policeman who... Asked the manager of the library to name someone right in front of them, like saying, "Is this the guy that's going to be your just library?" That's, that's terrible. disgraceful yeah, wa- and she yeah. lives on that estate, yeah. Yeah. so that is terrible, disgraceful no, it's, re- behavior. It's
0: not good behavior. It's it's bad procedure. It's probably not police procedure. And she it's had to go like, to that's that's court again. That's, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. And Don't use common
2: sense. And she had to go to court for that. But then it's a d- it depends what you mean, though, because the the policemen that Jack was describing in his story were using common sense. Yes, yeah, what I'm saying. Were, you know, there's so many bad like I've. I know, like My sister's friend got a, like, was, had domestic violence and the policeman asked her to, na- to, to identify the guy who'd hit her when he was there in the room, and she didn't. And then he left, and then she was like, I want to press charges. And he's like, you can't press charges because yeah, yeah. you've just said to me that he didn't do it. If that's not common sense. That's ridiculous.
1: Exactly, yeah. But I think that's down to the individual. I don't think... I think that individual could have made more effort, perhaps done it, you know. Yeah. I don't know if we have those two-way windows in England. I'm not... that. I have never got experience of that, but I mean, that's, that's a way to do it, isn't it? We'll look at a line up or like a mugshot or something like that.
2: I came to the conclusion that I started trusting the police too mm. much through working with the police. Because, mm. I mean, it happened when I was with you guys in a, in a rehearsal. Do you remember in um, Borough.
0: Yeah, you saw someone get beaten up. I seen
2: someone get beat up, uh, like an assault take place, and I left my details o- that I was over there. Did you road. sit on them? I, I, I held him down. Didn't I, sit down. <laughs> I thought you sat him. Hel- stu- that was a better image. Though. I yeah, held. Yeah. Oh, sorry, but I held. Yeah. I, I, I held down. Did the you guy. held him?
1: No, like muscle power. Like I did
2: go out there and get involved. Yeah, and no, 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 I was yeah. surprised at myself for getting involved, but so you actually like pinned them down with both hands, like you I, I did, but it, it was w- it was mostly for the guy's protection, the guy that was assaulting the other guy, because what happened was the assault took place, and then the guy who was assaulted fought back really hard, and he was going to smack the, the other guy's head against the fucking concrete. Okay, and I was like this is terrible shit because this is just some old guy that was minding his own own business. Some guy attacks him and then he's going to go down for smacking this guy's head. So I I was like, fuck, let's stop that shit from happening. But then when I gave my statement, they said it wouldn't come to court and it wouldn't be an issue. And if I gave my... And they were like, they were nice people, but they didn't know what the fuck they were talking about because everything they said to me... I had to give my statement twice, which was annoying in itself. So yeah. I gave it one to, once to one guy, and then he turned out to be a Mickey Mouse policeman. He was like... Uh, yeah, own. and so he didn't, yeah, yeah. he didn't count, so I had to give it to the other guy. So I the, And at the same time, when I'm waiting to give my statement, I'm being told by the PCSO about how bad the guy is and, like... Uh, how he's well known in the area for doing this sort of shit, and do you know what I mean? It's like I'm not, I'm not giving my statement blind. I'm, I've just been corrupted by that shit. And then when I went, when I went to give my statement, which turned out it's, in court. Yeah, it's legally uh, if you've given a statement, you have to go to court legally. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that though. I asked a guy at the time because I don't want, I didn't want to go to court,
0: and I, I was it's initially going to say, Dave, "Come on." Well, I, I thought it was, I thought it was going to be ref- in. You can refuse at any point up until your subpoena. Well, they didn't tell me that. They told well, no, me they won't, they want you to come they to court. They told the me case. that legally I had to
2: go to court, so I went to court because I wasn't going to argue with the police and that. And then when you, I went to court. You just stand up for
0: your rights at any point. That's the thing. If a policeman does something shit, you tell them that that is shit and you turn them to fuck off.
2: I mean, um, in what?
0: Better terms than that. I, I know yeah. what you
2: mean, but I didn't know. I didn't know my rights. And what? Um, and most people don't know their rights, so it's not a very fair yeah. distinction, that sort of shit. So the it's people not, should be told their rights. Is that the their rights. That's why the police are supposed to read your rights, though, aren't they? I mean, no, if you're arrested, you get yeah. your rights. Yeah, so why, didn't, As they, a of the public, why exactly? didn't they tell me my rights when I was getting. Because it's your
0: job as a citizen to know what... That's why they teach citizenship and shit like that in school nowadays.
2: Well, they didn't teach me properly, so that's <laughs> the school's fault. But anyway, I mean, so when I went to court, I mean, yeah, I thought, like you say, I thought it was going to be at least interesting as a writer, it's going to be interesting... To, yeah, I love jury service. Yeah, so. no, but yeah, jury service is different. Though. Yeah, I know it so, is. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I went in there and I was in this room and I was with all the other witnesses so we could all talk before we went in the room about the fucking case. That's pretty odd. That's odd. And then there was another load of witnesses for another case which it turned out I overheard all of the shit about that and it it turned out that The woman had given an incorrect evidence at the time because the policeman had told her that it was the only way to get the thing sorted and then she was like, it wasn't correct. and So that that case had to be thrown out. So that was probably a criminal that got let off because of the fact that the evidence was gathered incorrectly. And then when I did gave my evidence, the defence lawyer was so aggressive towards me, like making out I was a liar... Right, that I gave much stronger testimony than I would have done. Do you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. they're, they're threatening me. They're, that's a terrible defence. Because they should have been like, say, like, because I'm already sympathetic. Yeah, with the but guy. They, they, I
1: think they play on that. They, they kind of like, they think, I think maybe on average, if they're aggressive towards the witness, they might get, they might try. I mean, maybe that's. I don't think thing, it worked you know? out like that. Every, every uh, no, witness that no, they were aggressive to. I think a
2: the, lot of people are kind of like The guy who know, was assaulted, you know. So I, you think, gave I, think to I court didn't give. Like, no no. <laughs> I, I definitely didn't give misleading evidence to court. I think the, d- the defense guy the guaranteed. About. Well, the defense guy guaranteed it because he he, he br- bristled me so much that I had to end but up. I, th- I think they defending because my because if, position. Like the if you're a liar,
1: right, it's tricky, much yeah. harder to lie if someone's aggressive towards you. I think. Mm. If I was lying in court, yeah, and someone but was I was very but aggressive. The towards defense lawyer should have known. I think to myself, but he might just. I wasn't lying. He might have to assume you're lying, or at least kind of like goad you into thinking you might have. But anyway, either way, that's why they. The, the, yeah, that yeah.
2: guy, the guy that did the assault, got six months in prison. And I saw that guy giving witness statement uh, on. on uh, and, and, and I don't think that he should have gone down for six months. I think I think prison would have fucked that guy up. He was mentally ill. He had no fixed yeah. abode. I felt fucking sorry well, for him. Prison He was a young are, guy. A waste of time. And then after yeah. I'd given evidence, I just thought, fuck. I've now just involve myself in putting someone in prison right and that guy that went to prison I don't believe in that sentence I don't agree with that law (laughs) that says that people should go to prison and so so then I was like fuck I have got too embedded with the police like I need to like start mistrusting them again
0: I mean, I, I don't think that that is all the fault of the police. I think there's some shared responsibility there between. I think yourself, the sentencing is nothing to do with the police. The police. So what is should
2: it? I have done differently? Because I would like to know. Because I feel very guilty. Turn up and be honest,
1: Dave. I mean, come on. I was on honest. It. Exactly. So why are you
0: worried?
2: Well, what, 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 Jack's saying that I should have done something differently. And well, I, what I'd should you like do have done it. differently? Well, I'm this, asking Jack. The sentencing. What, what you could have done differently? If
0: you didn't want to appear, you could have known that you you could have done some research about the legal system and said I don't want to appear and if they bring you in as a hostile witness chance are they won't do it because they're going to have other people there who can give a similar story to Yeah,
2: to but you I get. should have had some like legal advice about well, that shit a lawyer. that's what lawyers are for yeah but they cost money don't
0: they go in you can usually get the first not always free, but yeah to be honest if you're...
2: I do know lawyers I should have at least talked to the fucking lawyers yeah. I knew <laughs> that's, that that that's definitely something you should have done I just, I don't know, I just thought, I don't know why, wh- what it was. I just got lost in the drama of it, I think. Yeah. Until, us- I, until I was at the actual court, and then I was like, this place is disgusting, it's really badly run, it's like these, like, the people who gave us tea and coffee, they were like the friends of the l- law house, and they were just like some volunteers. They were the big society right. leading us through these rooms. But they didn't know shit about what they sh- where they should put us and how they should, like, I don't think any of us should have be in the same room
1: yeah totally agree but I mean you've got to remember the law in the police the law and the police it was
2: me you know. the other witness and the uh, and the person who was assaulted and his wife in the same room in the same room yeah. and I, I was that's like that's a
0: problem because your evidence that you gave when you went to the police was not colluded about right that's what they do they don't let you sit in the police station next to each other to discuss your story before you go your I gave my time.
2: statement in Starbucks coffee shop across well, the road from that's, our that's fucking dingo that's your first statement there yeah but the other witness was there as well I mean it's not fucking clean this shit
0: it, no it's that is I think that's fine because if you're in the spot you're not going to have had a chance I'd take it it wasn't much more than about 10-15 minutes before the police arrived you weren't going to sit down and cook up a story um, especially if you're the person who's Well, the, on the side what the I
2: think is the person. issue is that I did feel much more sympathy with the guy that had been assaulted as a result of that time in that thing it should be completely objective it shouldn't be like I've sat down with the guy that was assaulted and now I know about him and his wife and what they're like
0: and yeah, I think I think you're asking too much of it because you can't provide in a, a court an individual waiting area for every single person not feasible in any sense it, it, it is can, feasible actually I, I think. don't think it is I put think it's fun, feasible. Box be, box you it's going in a box size room even though you're going to have courts decide you just have, a, yeah, yeah. have, yeah, yeah. have yeah. everyone
2: in at different times don't have us waiting yeah, there for the fucking stuff day I mean, man. based on my
1: opinion jury service they got a lot of room in there
0: they got a lot of room in them courthouses you know They can easily
1: separate the witnesses.
0: Easily, the county courts I go to. If you want to have a separate room for the prosecution and the defence, you can do so. If the defence witnesses, for example, feel at risk or whatever, okay, you can have waiting room for them, but they will be as a group, and it will be as a group on the other side. But surely, relatives and witnesses should be kept separate.
2: But the right. thing is, what my mistake was is I trusted well, that the judge would make the bribery, right decision. Yeah. I just No the thing
0: is by the time you come to court, you've given your statement. Your statement is the bulk of your evidence. That yeah. goes in. They, the judge says, Have you read your statement? Yes I have. Do you agree with it? Yes I have. But if you then say something else that ain't in that statement or it differs, that's okay. the defense. That, so I'll take your opinion. Oh yeah, okay,
2: yeah. but here, here's how the police okay. fucked up though, because the police told me and the woman on the other end of the phone told me that the guy wouldn't get wouldn't go to jail. There's no way that this would come to a situation where he went to jail. Mm. That it was going to be a situation where he was going to get help, basically, because he's mentally ill and he's homeless and he's like, needs help. So I'm all for him getting help. Mm. So when I went in and the judge was like, no, we're going to put him in jail for six weeks. Mm. No, not even, no, it wasn't six weeks, it was six months. So I was like, Fuck that guy cannot survive in jail. Like I've seen that guy. Yeah, but it's not, he not can't your, but it, the thing is,
1: Dave. It's not your business to, to do. It's not, it's not. This is not your business, but it's not in your control to control the sentencing. No, absolutely not. That's the problem. So basically, like you can't feel guilty or you can't try and manipulate it. You've got to just do it and then moan about it afterwards, which yeah. is what you're no, doing. No, no, I think that's the like, case. No, no, but it's I like, think that
2: the moral thing to do is to not give the evidence in the first well, place. Well, okay, and now exactly, that, that, that is fair enough. That.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Because if I can't trust, if I can't
2: trust the legal system to sentence, if you trust the legal legal system they
1: they don't give the evidence I agree with you but but once you've given the evidence you can't start mulling about the sentencing because it's I don't necessarily
0: think they always make the right decision no but what I'm saying is I don't think it's morally correct to withhold evidence to something you know happened if you know that it happened yeah but if you don't trust the people who are are making the decision it's not your job to make that decision though but why is it it their job
2: who gave them the fucking right the
1: seven years in law school which is a load of bullshit but at the same time that's what gives them their job yeah but not even seven years it's the fucking
2: judge it's not even the fucking lawyers. Well okay, yeah, the judge yeah, who, the who judge also who was did seven years in, yeah. in law school. Yeah. And yeah, but he was so, a fucking bastard. Didn't yeah, he wasn't all but That's the you,
1: justice system. That that is it. How it works. I'm not it's saying that you're wrong. I'm s so, I am I pretty much agree with you, but don't start sitting there thinking I'm guilty because this guy went down for like to prison when he should have gone to it's it's not your fault. No. You know, you, you gotta moan about the justice system as opposed to thinking that you should do something different because like what are you supposed to do? I mean,
2: you can't you can't manipulate the evidence. I don't you know, know. I'm I mean, always it's always going to be on my conscience. That shit, and I know what you're saying. I, I've lot of, a lot of people have to, a There's lot of people it's have told me it is, is a reasonable thing to do, but it's just it's just the way I feel. Yeah, like no, I, I recognize no. that everybody else is, disagrees
0: <laughs> around this.
1: I don't disagree with you. I mean, if I if you have enough foresight, like maybe you can refuse to give evidence. But you don't know that now, guy, and maybe you just think you'll give evidence. No, it happens. just become,
0: it means that you become the judge, instead so the person who is the judge becoming the judge. Because what you're saying is, I get I get to decide the sentence. I think this guy shouldn't go to prison. Yeah. to know this, right? So therefore, on the strength of what I believe is better for this case.
2: But what? what I will.
0: We, I will withhold all. There is an argument to say. Should, you, to you judge, exactly to make say that makes it? It's completely arbitrary. Well, why are just the, taking it out of the hands of someone who's trained and done this for however many years into the hands of somebody who doesn't really no, know? Very much the about the But
2: Having I, said I, that, Jack, I, I fucking trusted that the mean judge that would fucking do it right, and he didn't do it right. That's what upset me.
0: I'm not saying he's necessarily better qualified, but I
2: think. I thought he would do the right thing. I thought they never do the right thing. I recognise what you're saying. I just feel like. I don't know, I, I, I was fucking terribly naive and, and, and so I've hopefully learned from that experience not to be naive again. I mean, the amount of things that was bad about it, I haven't even gone through because I can't even remember them all because I've fucking just repressed it. The police still own some of your CDs, don't they? Yeah, they own all, all my Lou Reed albums. They got your fucking Lou Reed <laughs> My entire Lou that's Reed evidence collection.
0: for drug use, obviously. It is, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, it's evidence for terrorism. Why, yeah, 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 that's
2: right. Why have they got your Lou Reed album?
1: Because my friend's brother is, is, is in prison, has been for five years for uh, t- being a terrorist, even though he's never been charged and there's no evidence against him. They suspect him of terrorism. And they think that my Lou Reed collection, which he has, is containing terrorist material. And um, because of the, they've got better things to do, or possibly they just can't be asked, they've never returned my Lou Reed album. Now, your friend's so. brother
2: is a guy called Talia...
1: Hassan, no. Taha Hassan. That's
2: right. Yeah. I didn't know and how to pronounce
1: Taha As-an. it. Taha Hassan. And and make your own judgement. Just Google T-A-L it. Free Taha H-A-N Hassan. H-A-N. And I'm not going to talk about the case because I don't know to about it. No, no, so, you no, know. But but
2: check it out. It's on Facebook. Yeah, check it out. I'm, no, I'm a member of the group. Make your, degree
1: degree make your own judgement. Yeah, 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 he's just, not been charged. He's been in prison for It sounds pretty years. bad. The reason I support guy, this case. I'm friends with his brother. I've been friends with his brother since I was a kid. And um, I'm supporting him because he's his brother, and also because if he does get convicted of this, he'll get something like a hundred years in prison or something ridiculous. It's
2: Asan, isn't it? A H A
1: H S A N. Talent, and, um, if, uh, and a murderer Fucking, will get 12 he'll, he'll years, but it. this guy will get will get like 100 years or something for, for doing this. And I think that, regardless of whether he's done it or not... it's they still haven't
2: given you a Lou Reed collection. Right? It is insane.
1: <laughs> They've got Ecstasy, my favourite Lou Reed album of current years. Fantastic record.
2: What's their reason for not <laughs> giving you that back?
1: Well, what, uh, they just take it away and they can't be asked. That's, that's the way the police go. I mean, I found a wallet when I was a kid and, and it had loads of money in it. And they said... Um, if after two weeks nobody's come to collect the wallet, we'll give you the wallet and you can have the money. That's the police policy. So when I went to the police station and said two weeks later when I was like 14, have you got the wallet? They said no, we, we haven't got it anymore. And they didn't give me an explanation as to where it had gone. And I just thought to myself, well obviously you've taken the money. Yeah. And that's definitely <laughs> I've happening. done the right thing by handing this wallet in with like 200 quid. And like, I thought to myself Okay that's nice see, If in two weeks Nobody's claimed it I get to have the money See when nice. you were
2: 13 You were naive like me But when you grew up I was naive out, uh, <laughs> you know, but
1: Don't get me wrong I mean you know If, if, if somebody fact, I was, like, if Burgles yeah. my house and, and I call the police I, And they turn up I'll fucking hug them I love them you know. But I'm not going to Slag them off totally But, but my no, experience no, of them, No one should um, no, Slag you know, them the police but, That's but I think that there's, there's too many of them who haven't got the ability to use common sense, and whether that's their own decision, and I think part of it is their own decision. But do you
2: think part of it is the uniform? I think part of it is... I don't think it's
0: the uniform, I think it's procedural. I think there's no, a, because... Well, you know, because in no, that, no, you, know, you know, get no, dressed no, in a position no, of authority, got you might more power My experience does bullshit, but, but, but in your experience it might be different. But I think it is procedural, because what you get basically is you get... People say that these are our targets, and this is what we're hitting this month, or these three months, or whatever it may be. There's local priorities for every ward in London and I think in Deptford, for dwell work it's youths in tower blocks car crime and burglary or something like that so if a fence happens that it it's one of those things that will get priority because that is what they've got to hit and their job yeah, is to bring no down no figures no on no those no. particular things right so well if you've figures got, what's it, figures that's, that's figures that's, is reported crimes or what they call detections ok Right. so if you've got a basically provide X amount of detections per month or reduce the figures of undetected...
1: You get a free set set of state knives at the
0: end of the month. No, you don't get fuck all, but your job is easier because you haven't got bosses breathing down your neck. And it's the same with any job. You have a priority, and your priority is, like... Is, for example, not to run up a massive legal bill. So, by article. your argument, so we have to d- deal with other creative ways of dealing with things, rather Yeah, than but you're inter- so just talking by about by your No, argument. I'm talking about general stuff. So by, is by your like argument, by your argument, the, 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 yeah, but to the, me the, that's
2: big time. But so, by <laughs> your argument, that the floor is always the system and not the actual people carrying. No, out not always.
0: Obviously, there are people who are assholes, and in every profession are going to people who are assholes, and you've got to factor that in. But there is also the fact that sometimes there is stupid,
2: stupid, systematic rules that they have.
0: Follow. They are, and they're not always even stupid. They just lead to stupid results. Because if you've got a local ward of people who are deeply concerned about these three particular things, as that the was police, my, that was
2: it mine.
0: makes perfect sense to target these particular things and try and bring them down. So you're creating less worry and less panic about these shit. No, 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 no. what,
1: what you're saying what right makes that? sense. I mean, you know, my, my, it does
0: make sense. But what it yeah. leads to is stupid results, whereby other shit tends to get ignored, dealt with at a lesser standard because it is not the priority, and that happens because. You under-resource a system, and you don't give the people enough money or enough time to do the job properly, and you take away shit like overtime or expenses or whatever it may be to cut your costs.
2: So with the cuts you coming leave people, into the police, that's yeah, going to really people demoralised,
0: and if you've got staff that demoralised, not going to do a proper job. It's simple, basic economics and rewards, and anyone who manages anyone should know about this shit, but they don't, or they do and they choose to ignore it because they've got priorities
1: don't you think they should cut the support offices
0: as opposed to cutting proper no, policemen the, the, the support offices are really good they are I've got like a lot of time for offices. those people really um, yeah, yeah. and then what they're useful for is not actually to do anything detect but report things. the crime yeah. they can deport it but what they can also do is deter it so if you've got a tower block that every night there's 20 kids sitting on the thing puffing some weed giving grief whoever goes up the stairs you can say I want two PCSOs to come and walk up that tower block every couple of hours okay. and okay. those sort fucking of kids will move on and that's not a bad thing. It's good. No, they're useful okay. and they can oh, go around. they do support visits after a crime. Right. If you get burbled, you'll get a piece inside to how the next day. Are you OK? Is everything right? And it's a nice thing that they're trying to do. Unfortunately, again, they've under-resourced it. And the people who are now doing that job are a threat <laughs> because of cuts.
2: It's, it's a shit situation in that respect. I mean, I, I think the cuts are going to definitely make yeah. the legal system worse. I, I do have reservations about the legal system as it stands under capitalism, but that's a different story. The stupidest
0: thing about the cuts, and this is probably one of my favourite things but I'm not sure if it's happened yet, but it was going to happen, is that there's three main youth courts serving South London, which is Lambeth, Camberwell, and I think there's one down sort of south-east, sorry, not Lewisham. Basically, what their plan was was to cut one or two of those and have a central youth court, which basically means all the teenage gangsters from every borough yeah. will be meted pretty much weekly at a courthouse. And yeah. how the fuck are they going to control that? There's no forethought to it at all whatsoever. So I mean, you can't even get kids from different boroughs to come to the same youth club about a fight kicking off if these are the fucking hardened criminal types that you're trying to yeah, make, do you think yeah, it's yeah, sensible yeah. to invite them all for yeah, a fucking party I see your point yeah. no utter bullshit but they don't think things through they don't think about the repercussions they actually what they want to do it's the bottom line
2: yeah it's a fucking shit situation now moving from the, the cuts to a potentially I guess a more happier topic what's your theory about people being the same as when they were kids for the rest of their lives
1: what's kids what well, what's uh, what's th- your
2: theory? What's your theory? I mean, I don't have
1: like a very well thought out theory that I can I can summarise. But I think what you're getting at is, what I had a conversation with you when I was a bit pissed, and you've um, had
2: a number of conversations about it, actually. Well,
1: possibly, I was drunk. So I didn't. The first it,
2: time you talked to me about it was when we seen Jack play with the rest of apples for <laughs> everyone apart from me and Hayley. And what did I say? You if, you, if you remind me
1: vaguely f- what I said, you, or you, you were like, to the thing is,
2: Dave. No one's fucking changed since they were a kid.
1: <laughs> yes, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. Yeah. 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 That's it. That's Is it. Is that all you need to remind me no, That's <laughs> it. That's yeah, well, that's yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, the, he summed it up oh, better. I was thinking trying to be uh, uh, trying to be more um, like simple uh, Simple's
2: good. Simple as <laughs> good. good. Exactly. I put,
1: yeah. Bad, that's it? it. I, 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 no, I, I think it, I pop, the, there's certain points in people's live, lives lives where, where I don't think they change past that point, and I think that, that's all I mean. Yeah. So what's uh, the
2: yeah. what's the point?
1: what's the point is that
2: what's the point where people change they like stop changing i
1: think it's not it's not you can't lock it down but i think um this is a weird thing to change into out of nowhere um
2: yeah well that's what i like to do
1: okay um <laughs> i think i think there's certain experiences you have and when you're very young that kind of lock you into a certain way of being i don't think you can change very much from that way you are From where you're very young, possibly, from personally, I don't think I've changed at all since I was four. At all.
2: Okay, right. At all, in any way. When when I went back to Coventry this weekend to interview people from my past, and I talked to my friend's mum about me when I was a kid. And she said, when I was like, I guess between the ages of eight and eleven, the way she thought of me was, I was a very serious child, and I was very polite. I didn't f and blind like
1: her kids. Okay, fine, but did you f and blind with her kids? At that age? Yeah. I don't
2: know. I was trying to always polite in front of your friends. Yeah, that's what I thought as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so that 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 makes that mean. Do
2: you think I'm a very serious adult? No. That's good. You are pretty serious. That's nice to hear, George. But I think that Jack might be right. I I think
1: I think when you (laughs) when you get I can wind you up. Yeah, but but, but and his you're his never
2: story, like, you, you, you're, you're like not
1: watches. that no no I think I think I think you're not that serious. I think you can be if pushed in that direction, but I think you're not that serious. See,
2: that's the thing. I didn't think I was a serious kid either, so maybe you are right. I am right. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jack, do you agree with George's
0: um, theory? I think to be fair, you probably uh, it's part of this and that. To be honest, like you probably got some character traits which are going to be set from when you're young because that'll be informed by. The amount of love that you get as a kid, and blah 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 blah. I'm like, bullshit. If you have a serious traumatic event at 16, I think that can change you. For do you sure. do, okay, do, keep it simple. Do you, that, do
1: you think in 10 years you could be a different person?
0: I think I'm a different person now from what I was at 18. He sounds like a different person than the guy that broke
2: up the fucking clap. <laughs> <flat. laughs> Now he loves to the police. Then he, he was, was arrested. One
1: of the things
0: I didn't, at the time, I did I think my you still. I, think, he, I think
1: if this place got turned
0: into an old people's home <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> I don't,
1: no, no, I don't think you would do it necessarily. <laughs> I, but I think you'd want to. I you think just, want to. You would want to, Daphne.
0: Yeah. The thing is, I, I, I do. You I've, would I've want had to. a destructive streak in me from when I was a Exactly. That's it. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. That's it. But I mean, there are basic character traits, like I said, that stick with you. I mean, my attitude towards stuff like, I don't know feminism, racism, homophobia. Has yeah. changed lot since I was 16. Oh,
1: absolutely. You do you change. Yeah, but, you but, but, you but how okay, okay. Ch- choose racism, yeah? Since when you were 16 were you racist and I'm not going to judge you, but were you racist?
0: No, I wasn't. I mean, did you may- did you did you uh did you have
1: racist behavior?
0: No, I didn't have racist behavior. I mean, talk about strictly behavioral terms. Yeah. Then I don't know, maybe I have maybe I haven't changed, but in terms of my attitudes towards it previously I would condone it the framework condone it in which sense your philosophy
2: well, on life definitely changes because at the
0: age of 16 I was sort of like I was kind of lagging behind I wasn't very mm-hmm. social and all this kind of shit yeah. and basically if something happened, I would pretty much go along with
1: it. You'd have to give me an example of something that's changed for me. To All right, how about this, right? About when
2: you gave your interview, yeah. you talked about when you were younger and you just played computer games and then you went and played football Yeah. and then you drank and yeah. that was your life. Yeah. And you loved it. Absolutely. But you don't do that now. Given the chance, no. like though, he would in I, the second. I,
1: t-
0: t- t- <laughs> he's nailed it there, yeah. That's it. All
2: right. The thing is, the responsibility is getting away, but I'm
0: talking about an attitude shift and this is, that's what my example I think my attitude
2: sense. has shifted in that... I used to like I think I used to blame people for things that were not their were were not their fault and I used to blame myself for things that weren't my fault. Okay. And I think that as I get older that's shifting and okay. I'm starting to blame people for things that were their fault and starting to blame me for things that were my fault, you know? And like I think you can get wiser as you get older. I think, I you, think can, can you can get, get wiser, perspective on yeah. shit.
1: Totally. But
2: like when I was a kid, I was a happy kid, and I ran around everywhere, and I I, I, I kind of romanticised that in my head.
1: Yeah, but you still do that now.
2: But do I do that now? Of do you I do. really do that now? Of You're you quite do.
0: active and outgoing, and so wait, yeah, sure. you are. But I don't run around everywhere. Yes, well, you do. Yeah, no, but I mean. You don't do, he does run around. around. around
2: he does run around everywhere. everywhere. Look around. at him. He
1: does run around everywhere. <laughs> so what, do mean, what do you mean? <laughs> <look> How many <laughs> podcasts have you done in the last month?
2: Fucking forty. Yes. Or exactly. Yeah. Nobody he's else has. Up and down
1: the nobody country country else the has done forty time. podcasts yeah. in yeah. thirty days. Dave has. <laughs> why has he done forty podcasts? Because he runs around a lot. But that's I don't why like he's done Physically run around. I'm not
2: all out like happy and outgoing about life. Like teenage changed me. And I stopped being happy and started being complicated. And I'd like to get back to being happy. That's my general rule. So it's weird to me to hear you say that no one's changed since you were a kid. Because I feel like I've changed far too much. And I'd like to get back to that fucking state of... Like, everything was an adventure. Everything was exciting and everything was interesting. But now... So what's this? And why are you doing podcasts? Well, Well, yeah, I guess I'm doing podcasts to try and get back to when I was a kid. But that doesn't mean that I can can get back there it's like, yeah but
0: you believe that that is an attainable state but why aren't you back there
2: I don't know man I mean are you how you were when you were a kid
0: yeah
2: describe yourself when you were a kid to define how, mm-hmm. how are you like that
1: the same as I'm not
2: well, but what what were you like when you were a kid? Oh, it doesn't you know drinking me? Drinking bunsy around the back of the flats. So. Yes, that's yeah, what I was <laughs> doing. I was, I
1: mean it. I was <laughs> drinking rum when I was a child. That's what I was doing. No, I mean that <laughs> no, totally it's, seriously. It's, it's
2: fair. I got drunk first time kid. Like, no, I don't mean it. Literally. When I was eight, I mean I, got it, drunk. I
1: was. My, my my friend said, "Let's go to the moon." So I went to the moon with my friends. Yeah, so I was drinking rum, wasn't I? Well,
2: I actually did drink rum when I was eight, but um, but. I mean, fair enough. I don't even know what that sentence means. What do you do? Yes, you do. Yes, hey, you, hey, do. yes you, you do. You, do. you need, need
1: to drink rum to go to the moon. That's all I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so you yeah, but there,
2: isn't that I the point? You're when you're about. an adult, you have to drink rum to go to the moon. Yes, but when you're a kid, you can just go to the fucking moon. Yes, that's. So what So you it have is. changed. Why have I changed? Because well, you need rum now to go to the moon, yeah, he whereas he you didn't there, need though. it when you were a kid. Yeah, he still goes there, but he didn't need it when he was a kid. Like, when I was a kid, everything was much more... Like, when I was back in Coventry, when I was walking back to my old house, when I was walking back to my old house, I was remembering how when I was a kid, right, I used to... When I was walking to and from secondary school in the first year, I used to find different shaped stones in people's driveways, right? And that used to be exciting, it used to be exciting why, why isn't this it exciting is now why isn't because, it exciting because it's now? not because I've had so much life experience why, that why, that's irrelevant there's
1: why is it irrelevant think, why is it irrelevant
2: because there's other things to think about apart like from the what? shape of like stones like
1: what what else is there to think like, about
2: I don't know the fucking whatever's in my mind like political layers. situation yeah layers Yeah, yeah.
1: layers of an onion Dave that's all it is Fuck off with your
2: Shrek. You, or, or, or,
1: <laughs> it is, maybe it's Shrek, but it still works.
2: No, nah, it's true. It's a yeah, bear, all it's, it is,
1: is you, re, you still like them fucking stones in people's driveways, don't I, you? I
2: don't know. I don't think I do. Oh, yeah, Maybe I do, actually. When I was there, I, I had do, to resist you're, you're, grabbing them out of people's put, driveways. You're putting
1: pretentious stuff on top
0: of it.
2: Well, Jack, do you think you're the same as when you were a kid? I
0: don't know. Like I said, I think there are certain elements and especially in terms of the happy stuff and the things, is what delights you that doesn't change a lot from when you were a child that's true
2: that, I think that's true the,
0: what causes delight what exactly. causes exactly. sadness that's true but Jack's got
2: a good point though because what causes sadness is different
0: it's somehow different yeah because you have more complex shit in your life
2: yeah but that's, that, that's what I'm talking cause, about this is
0: loss this is still the primary cause of unhappiness mm-hmm. right and that was the same as a child as it is now but it's different kinds of loss
1: yeah, but I think I think that this is kinda of what I'm talking about, is is you lock into these like when you're a kid you think to yourself, I can you watch Donald Duck cartoons, yeah, you think you can go into a Donald Duck cartoon and you can actually see Donald Duck, yeah. Mm. When you finally realise you can't never see Donald Duck, you lock into that and that is you for the rest of your life. When you realise that you can never go and mess around with Donald Duck, mm. it's the end. It's yeah, the end. So and that's, that's you different. Yeah, but, but but there's a certain age when these realisations don't come anymore. I think So you think the age when you
2: realise you can't go into a Donald Duck. No, I think it's different things for
1: different people. And I think like, you know, obviously like if you believe Santa Claus is real, some people believe he's not real at three and some people believe he's not real at five. But it's like like once you once you make these kind of like realisations, that's it, I think. And I think once you've made that and I think that's quite early on, I think that's the end of you.
2: And you think they're the same For the rest of your life Whatever happens Yeah is Essentially it, so it, I think I think you can you don't put, put on layers from the point
0: like of the realisation Or you don't change from the point all right, Before the realisation Okay Okay So I've got a temper problem Yeah,
1: yeah. And every time someone says something to yeah, me yeah, In a bar I, I, I tem- want to beat the I've shit out of them I've got a temper them, problem yeah. Okay yeah, I you think got I've a, changed Alright right, so say you're in a bar And I say to you Dave I don't like your socks And you want to kill me Yeah Like when you're like eight You might actually hit me I'm going to get a drink
0: I'll be back Alright good idea
1: You might actually hit me When you're a really little kid Yeah Yeah yeah, but now you won't, will you? Uh,
2: maybe that's true, but the thing is... No, no, but my point is that, that I it, didn't deep have a temp- down you
1: still want to.
2: Okay, but here's the thing. <laughs> I, I, when we're talking about a temper problem, I don't think I had a temper problem when I was a kid. I think I only had a temper problem since I got hormones in my body. I felt, I think that my temper comes from hormonal um, like <clears throat> influence on my life. And so I don't think that my temper is kind of... I'm connected. Okay, hormones are an teenage. interesting one. Okay, like teenagers yeah. fuck me up. Like when I was a kid, I didn't give a shit about fucking people. But now I'm an adult. I want to fuck people all the time. Well, actually, fuck them or just like beat them up, I have sex with them, uh, I, and not people yeah, specifically. But, but, my girlfriend. Okay, 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 okay. That, that, I'm that, gonna that, say that. That,
1: that. that could be a looking a looking uh, a point. But did you never fancy your primary school teachers? When I you, were, in, when you were I six? was in
2: love with my primary school teachers. But that is a different thing from wanting to. Fuck is me. it?
1: <laughs> is it really?
2: I don't I think so It's the same You think exactly so But adults. did you
1: not actually At the time Did you realise That you could Have sex well, with
2: How him? old were you When you kind of Related to that stuff I think I had a like I re- was about
1: six When I fancied My primary school
2: Yeah I guess I, When I was about eight I had a kind of dream About fucking Chitara from the Funny
1: Exactly So did I
2: Yeah there you go <laughs> Chitara
1: was fit yeah, she, she was, was fit. Yeah. <laughs> She had a weird voice though.
2: They've made, remade that In fucking manga style um, uh, I'm a bit annoyed about that. Um, yeah, uh, okay, but all right. Uh, I, maybe you're right. Maybe everyone. Maybe nurtures. I'm
1: not. Attack feel feel me. I'm, is it I genetics? I'm only arguing for the sake it, of arguing. Is it, it not, genetics
2: not, or is it fucking? Is it nature or it's nurture? It's Both. It's both. And that's how you become that. And that person you can't change from.
1: I think. I think it's both. Yeah. I think. I think nurture's I'm not. Not. Not ever discrediting nurture because I think that's really important I,
2: I, m- these days though I think genetics is much more important yeah but I, I
1: think is. genetics is t- I, t- I think it's 50 50 yeah
0: I, I, I would like to come in I think that basically having considered both sides but I think that what George said has got some bearing right I think your responses and I think basically in terms of very basic stuff like what's fair and what's not fair. I think that's kind of set set with you quite early on. And that is a product of your environment you're up in. Yeah, because I mean that generally reflects the opinions held by the family that you grew up in. It's why most kids from a Christian family come to be Christians. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. It's basically that kind of thing. So you don't change a huge amount because they're your values and they're, they're what you're set by. The way you respond to the values I think probably does change so because you learn I can get away with this. Exactly. I can get away with that, I can this. How yeah, about this okay. example? How but about I, I, you're, but you're but basically... How early do
1: you think you realised that? To me, I realised well, that when I was very shit. young. Yeah.
2: How about this example, right?
0: So you've <laughs> grown up developing what I can get away with more. You've grown than up ed- like Now I can get away with a lot more than so I could 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 but did you always want to get away with it? Yeah, man, always. Okay. <laughs> that's kind of what I'm saying. So how about unfair this? Example. Yeah, but but, I but, don't but, mind being but, but working know, out a it. way
1: to get away with something it doesn't mean
0: you've changed. It just means you have worked no, no, out a way to I'm, get I, away. I, that's with am that's saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying. It, it just means that it, your you, desires and what makes you happy, what makes you unhappy, are the same. They don't change, but the way that you deal with them does change.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can I can live with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how about this example? Right. You brought up in a Christian family, and you, but you just. And when you're a kid, you really believe in it. But when you hit the age of 14, you discover that you're gay. Yeah. But, right? but, but
1: do you discover you're gay?
2: All right. Well, you probably work it out when you're about eight. But, I mean, it's changed from... When's when's the point for cut When's the cut-off point? It's I mean,
1: different for everybody. But I think, it, most in cases, uh, I think it's before 10. I think. I'm not going to say to somebody... Okay, you, uh, if somebody said to me, "I've changed a lot since I'm 16," I'd be very dubious. What about people when very they have changed? Dubious.
2: Have you known anyone who's changed significantly? Because I've known people occasionally. That- I've
1: known I've known people that have changed through mental illness. That's yeah. the only people I've known who have changed. But I think mental illness kind of amplifies and subdues certain things, as opposed to necessarily changing them. It makes them behave differently but I don't think they've changed in terms of their feelings and their <sighs>
2: What well, about you Jack have you known anyone yeah.
0: who's changed I think yeah but I think in my case it's not been well sides of a coin it's been a case of traumatic events and I think that traumatic events shouldn't be discounted they do have the capacity to change people's outlook mm-hmm. and the way that they deal with things
1: um, that's that's a good
0: one. Okay. I don't, I don't think it's a, necessarily a mental illness, but it can affect in a similar way But that's Sometimes why I Jack think it could even cause mental illness. So see that that, that, that
2: what Jack's saying is exactly why I think I've changed since I was a kid, though, because I had traumatic events at the end of being a kid, around before ten, that that shaped my outlook definitely, in, intensely, and before that, that's who I'd like to be. But, but
1: when did you have your difficulties? I think you had your difficulties. When I was about nine, I think. I thought you had it when you were a teenager. Is that? No,
2: right? No, I, I, difficulties started happening when I was nine, and they carried on till I was a late teenager. Why? Well, I started getting hit by my stepdad. That was an interesting experience because okay. I that was un like I think if you've been hit since you were a kid, then it's less surprising. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I would, like, that's the thing before that I was uh, like a pure person and I got hit a few times like a number of times I wasn't like a beaten child but I got hit a few no, times
1: no no I get it yeah
2: and my mum had a breakdown and shit like that and that that stuff coloured the start of preteen like that was my preteen life and then my teen life then there's all these this testosterone and shit and that changes some shit because I was much more innocent and, like... Like, before I got testosterone in my body, I was interested in thinking about ideas. And well, after well, I know. got after I got testosterone in my body, I was still interested about in thinking about ideas, but if I could get laid, then I'd stop. Yeah, but surely... <laughs> I'd stop the, the, the whole thing about and getting I, laid... That's when the if like sense, you had a proper sense,
0: you'd have seen ideas as a route to get exactly. laid. Exactly. Because it is a very good
1: route to get laid. I think the thing, the thing about... Yeah, I mean, with your stepdad and stuff, I can't comment on that. I mean, that's difficult for me to comment because I haven't got a stepdad. But I think with regards to getting late, surely, when you were a kid, you might have fancied your primary school teacher. The only difference is you didn't quite know what to do with I mean, to
2: be fair, and and also, I mean, I do remember, like, sexual thoughts when I was a kid. Like, I was talking to my dad in his interview, like, his third interview about this, like, about, like, the first girl you who shows you their fanny and shit like all that stuff like i I definitely had an interest i guess Mm. when i was a preteen so maybe maybe we can write off hormones maybe hormones just uh exhibit themselves in different ways when you're a kid but the traumatic events like jack is saying i think they do affect you maybe okay and those traumatic events then get in the way of you being like how you want to be or how you were it might be how you want to be it might be that you're happy that your traumatic events have made you unlike how you were when you but, were but in my, the I, th- I think what I'm Depends saying on is, the person. is
1: how you want to be is how you are that, that, that to me is, is everything how you want to be is how you are but it's, yeah, you, you, you put so many layers it, on top of it, it. Yeah, you put so many behavioural layers on top of it that everything, the way you behave, it's just, it's just ways of getting away okay, from that. But, but how, essentially, you, that's your how do you
2: behave the way you want to be, though? Can you actually do that? No. Do, you, do you behave the way you want to be? No. No, me neither. Do you behave the way you want to be, Jack?
0: No, but I think that I could if I applied myself. <laughs> <laughs> how would you apply yourself? Well, no, that's one of the things that I don't change about myself, yeah, is lack me
1: of Me too, me <laughs> too. I'd love to know. I, if you told me that answer,
2: I'd be like... I, I'd go,
0: yeah, if I told you the answer, I'd what would you Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what would, what
2: would you change about yourself if be good.
1: I wish I could be like <laughs> I was when I was a kid. Like, same as you.
2: Yeah, me too.
0: But oh, you said you weren't the same as you was a kid.
1: I am the same, but it's so deep. Okay, okay. It's so deep that I can't do it anymore.
2: It, it's like deeply buried in. It is deeply buried in, yeah. I mean, because I—I mean, if I could change the shit, I'd like be like much more, uh, yeah, like I was a kid, like outgoing, like mm-hmm. happy about shit. Like when things happened, I wouldn't re- respond like, "Oh shit, this thing's happened." I'd be like, "Yeah, great, this opportunities happened." Yeah, but that's, that's how I was when I was a that's kid. That's
1: society for you, man. That's yeah. society bringing you down, man. But is it
2: society? How's, of it, it, is. Soci- how's it society do that? I think society
1: is bullying. Society is. Law, society is the police, society is everything. Yeah, but
2: there's something that's me. I, there's a personal responsibility. Like, I am failing in myself. Like, when I get angry, because a lot of the time, my big problem is I get angry about shit, and I, how the fuck do I deal with that shit? How do you deal with anger?
1: And
0: you didn't used to get angry.
2: I don't know if I got angry when I was a kid. I don't remember getting angry when I was a kid. I but think
0: we'd have. You have perceived something as unpleasant or unfair or unhappy, but... I think that now, you allow it to be a cause of anger rather than a cause of discomfort. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, it's amplified now somehow. Yeah, maybe. And that's the same with me. Like, I, what I used to think was very sort of run around and talking and outgoing, And now I can't do social introductions very well. I'm very no, I'm really on.
2: shit I'm with shit that. Like yeah,
0: it. yeah. And that was, well, that's the thing I would change about myself. But I don't know how to force the change do you know I mean I think that's what George saying if I could force that change it's not the change it's, it's going back surely. do you feel do you it's feel social it's yeah, re- re- rediscovering it's rediscovering it's sorry. not you even feel rediscovering social-
1: it's just taking off that layer it's mm. just taking off that shit that you've been forced to, to, to you've been forced to behave in a certain way mm. you've been forced to kind of like do this certain thing but
2: do you feel social interaction is easy no me neither I mean, why the fuck don't we I mean when I was a kid I'm alright with I you and with, with him. People. yeah yeah that's right, <laughs> but, that's but, right but, but,
1: but, but, but I say like 75% of the time I don't I don't find it easy no mm. but I
0: think that, well, the thing is know, even in that first time that I met you guys in that rehearsal room I was sort of in the corner thinking about my guitar and I was, was, yeah. yeah let's do this shit I didn't say yeah. that
2: it was a long time before I felt I
0: knew you yeah, yeah yeah I'm not good at opening up to people on the very strange. Yeah, prob- probably so.
2: Bankham was went in and I was like yeah okay I get this guy yeah.
0: but it takes <laughs> me a long time I think it's a trust thing with me it's like you take a long time to get to trust someone enough to talk about shit with them exactly um, so this yeah. is quite an experience because there are people that hear this that don't know me and now that they do know more about me than they'll know you more intimately to than people like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. because you guys have known me for three or four years I can talk to you about shit and now they're going to hear this so maybe if I can meet the people that listen to this I'll be automatically cool with them well that's what I wonder <laughs> like <laughs> that's interesting maybe if we mailed uh. out resumes to people right <laughs> before we met them we knew they were going to be at the party or whatever we'd just say this is me this is what I do this is my kind of shit this is what I'm into and then when you get there all that sort of boring awful first time shit is done you can make the choice and you'll get their resume you yeah That yeah, person, yeah, yeah. I don't really want to talk to that person well fuck it they ain't go and I'll go and talk to that guy over there he's quite cool you know yeah you know which is why I think that yeah behind the rum. Um, <clears throat> it's why I think that there is a case to be made for this sort of social networking thing because it is a chance to get that introductory shit out of the way and I think that our kids, when they grow, will have better opportunities and I'm Although, not sure whether this kind of do you know, apathy, social apathy, will maybe exist so much because they've had the chance to get all that shit out of the way I
2: think people occasionally defriend me on Facebook because they find me annoying so I think <laughs> I, I, maybe I sort of...
1: I think you're not that bad I think you're alright I know Facebook, yeah. it
2: surprises me the people I I'm discover surprised that I'm
1: surprised I'm surprised that you're so apologetic because I don't think your comments are that bad on Facebook <laughs> I always take I,
0: I, I worry about I, don't I, you, know. George, no. they, do they don't offend you George but they do offend me, half me of my it's weird that people yeah. that know you would take exception to. yeah talks. exactly that's strange thing exactly. because if you know you in person the stuff that you say on Facebook is not out of character by any time <laughs> like so it's not no, it's, it's just it's Dave yeah Like Dave with the time to sit and type shit rather than just fucking say it out of his mouth no problems. And it's not... There's no imbalance there of, of, like, stuff. Like, if it was me and suddenly, like, on Facebook I was a Nazi and in person I was all right. Yeah, yeah, That would be yeah, fucking yeah. weird. That would be weird, yeah. But, um, I think the way you, try, you you express things through writing and the way you express things through speech is going to be somewhat different sometimes. But that's just because, I don't know, I find, to me, I can be more eloquent when I write than when I speak, generally. on am the
2: other way around. I think I'm more eloquent when yeah, I, I speak. I, th- I think... Um, George is certainly less offensive... In on this podcast, then he would be uh, if we were on Facebook.
0: i, 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 I like, I'm like, on
2: Facebook No, no, but he didn't slag off the police hardly at all. Like, and I think that's because he's that's, like, that's he's a considered
0: an upright young man. <laughs> no,
2: I'm not an upright young
1: man. I'm a fucking very bent young man. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I think I think I'm quite offended that you actually thought I didn't slag off the police enough because I'm actually. Uh, I think 50-50 split on whether they're good or bad is yeah, pretty but, bad but, to, but, my, to but mine. Well,
2: that's true, but on Facebook sometimes... Well, when we talk about police on Facebook, you've come across really against the police, like not 50-50.
1: I am against the police, but you've got to always remember. But, well, yeah, but that now those moments you're because you... you're talking, but yeah, when
0: you're on okay, Facebook, yeah. you don't remember. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, because the, the thing
2: is... I'm, like, I'm the same.
0: I'm much more extreme on Facebook than Yeah, I can but be. you haven't got the chance to contextualise what you say on Facebook. That's one of the problems with yeah. it really, is that yeah, you can yeah, just yeah. type and you Right, and then you think, oh, but you can't bother to actually fucking write again and say, that's not really quite what I meant, you, know what I mean? you just yeah, fucking let it there, because it doesn't actually matter at all, it's people that you know. If it was like, yeah, if yeah. that was, if I was typing, it was like live streamed on the big screens at Trafalgar Square, I probably would go actually aside, I didn't mean that. So at this, this I'm point,
2: gonna I'm going to say, I'm going to go at smoking,
0: <laughs> as a re- not as
2: a result of this, I thought it would be good to I'm going to give up
0: rum. <laughs> <laughs> Fair I smell bullshit. In the, uh, yeah, that's, that is bullshit. But I'm going to give up
2: bullshit. I'm, I'm going to smoke smoking <laughs> after this after this uh, session because I don't know why. Because I can't afford it next year when when my hours go down. Yes, you can. I can't.
1: You'll make a way. You'll make a way.
2: And uh, because it's good to smoke with you guys, so it's good to stop smoking at, when I'm smoking with you guys. And do you have anything you want to plug? <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> that's a no from both sides I'd,
0: well, I'd like to say that the uh, the, the much touted Mummy Sound Special album <laughs> <laughs> that I went on about last time is delayed yet again because some kind of nix our masters by the time this comes out it might have been out but who fuck when you put this fucker out to be honest give it a couple of years
2: but look out for Mummy System Special look out for anything George does look out for anything I do
0: guarantee quality
2: and would you like to say goodbye to the audience no <laughs> <laughs> alright well fuck you goodbye audience goodbye goodbye you friends, friends? that
0: Facebook tomorrow
2: <laughs> <laughs> as far as I know at this point Mummy Says I'm Special it has split up and their final CD I don't think ever came together but I may be wrong about that also yes I was talking bullshit I was bullshitting myself I did find a way to continue to smoke But I gave up actually for four months, but then I started smoking again and weirdly that coincided with me coming out of a depressive spell and so I'm waiting till I feel safe in not being depressed before I decide to try and quit smoking again. I'm glad I haven't quit smoking yet because when me, Jack and George meet up, which we do from time to time to get really drunk and chain smoke but without a microphone it means I still get to enjoy what I enjoy about that which is partly the chain smoking and partly the getting really drunk but mostly the conversation you can find Getting Better Acquainted on Twitter at GBA Podcast you can find it on Facebook it's Getting Better Acquainted have a search on Facebook and like it or you can find it on the website www.gettingbetteracquainted.co.uk you can also subscribe by searching on iTunes and subscribing to us that way and on the Stitcher Smart Radio app you can download for your smartphone from stitcher.com or through the app store there are lots of ways to get better acquainted